the Modern Black Man Podcast. Hey. Hey, hey. The head yeah. nigga, the head nigga uh, in charge is back to H and I C. Y'all put some respect on my name. Y'all know what time it is. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I am joined with the best co-host in the entire industry. I am blessed with the funniest comedian in the Chicago and most of North America. Yes, yes. Thank you again for having me. Y'all, let me tell y'all so he's so slick, right? He said, Hey, hey, be back again next week. I said, Oh, I'm I'm put on. Okay, like 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 young Jeezy and Kanye West. He just put me on. Like you you breaking this virginity. I was like, man, I didn't sign up for another podcast. I like this. <laughs> got to. We got a good topic today, too. We do have a good topic. It's Let's let, let them know what it is. I'm gonna define it too. This week, we're going to talk about soul ties. Mm -hmm. Soul ties are defined uh, as a linkage in the soul realm between two people. It links Mm -hmm. their souls together, which can bring forth both beneficial results or negative results. Um, That's the ministering deliverance definition of soul ties. Uh, When you hear that definition, what do you think? Uh, I think that number one, I have, um, I, I've created a lot of soul ties. You can create soul ties with people who are uh, just your friends. Um, hence why you have to sometimes have God remove people out of your life because that person's not meant to be in your life. You can create soul ties by having sex. Hence why you don't have sex with everybody that that makes you horny. Why That's does why that seem like I'm not having sex with me? It seems like you were directing that towards me. Oh no 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 no! That's to anybody out there. You feel like if you feel like it, 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 I said it about you, then I am. That's your conscience playing, you know, and in, coming into play. Okay. So with all that being said, uh, I mean, and don't beat yourself up about it. Don't beat yourself up, you know. But we'll you want to make better decisions because people fail to realize, man. Let's say you meet, you come across somebody. I done came across one cat. He told me his body count was like, this was back in 2018, but I'm pretty sure it has gone up higher. He told me at the time his body count was 250, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, yikes. I still allowed him to give me some head though. That was it. Um, I mean, it was great, man. I flipped off the bed. Good times. Back to the story. So <laughs> I came across another guy. He had his body count. This was in like 2016. He told me his body count was 90 at the time. I said, okay. But what, what was crazy to me was, bro, literally, the second guy, the 90 you know, body count, he told me, uh, when he told me that, I was like, okay, cool. But why are you have diarrhea of the mouth every time you sleep with someone new? Why are you telling? Because we work together. Why? Why does everybody know your information? I just, I just don't understand that, you know. But then I realized, like, I want to talk about that. They don't, but you know what the thing is, what I realized is that's that that's like I think a reverse psychology. You're telling a lot of people that you out here getting some, then they feel more inclined to want to be like, oh, what is it about him? I want to be next on the list or whatever. Like, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. DC Young Fly. He's known for roasting people. Even when he's roasting people, he's cursing you out, calling you out your name. 
everybody wants to be a part of that. Like it just it seems fun, but in actuality, it's like okay, like and I'm not and there's no shade to DC. I'm just saying, but it's like okay, um, did he really have to call me my out of my name type of thing? But it's like you want that. So I think when it came with this particular guy, the fact that he literally just told a you know would go around telling a bunch of people you know and everything else, and then he would lie about it. He would lie if oh yeah no I don't know how that happened. Bro, you're the one who opened your mouth. I came across a rapper who is uh, uh, based out of Philly. Uh, he, he was popular back in the day, but not really. But anyway, we were having conversations through my DMs. He's like, man, you're freaking hilarious or whatnot, right? He was trying to get at me, too. But I'm like, bro, like, Gilly? you're like 20 years older than me, okay? Like, don't you think that's gross? Back to the story. Um, But you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I always wanted to get some head from, like, an older man. Just say it's checked off my list. I don't want to have sex with none of them. Like, I'm having sex when I get married, okay? This cooter cat will finally be broken into when I get married. But I do want to get some head from an older man. But anyway, so he told me, I asked him what his body count was. And he says, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I lost count, but last I checked, like, five, ten years ago, it was, like, 1,500. And I'm like, woo! A lot of soul ties. But, again, I think what happens is when you get to that place of of not caring, you know, uh, when you become spiritually dead, you just don't care. And you're like, I just got to get it. So I think they think it doesn't apply to them. That's all I have to say about that. Go ahead. And I want to talk that. about work and I want to talk about bodies. We can talk about work first because um, I've been in that situation. Um, I dated a coworker. It was literally the biggest mistake of my career. It's okay. Um, I, I well, um, I messed with this chick, and the women in my office kept coming back to me, uh, kind of scaring me at first. Like she, like you know, really was doing some damage. You know, just telling me that they thought she was dating this person, that person, and they heard this and they heard that. And soul ties is what we're talking about. Uh, pre-existing soul ties were presented to me, and I didn't realize. It. Um, and obviously having the relationship with the person, I can put in a full perspective how she doesn't appreciate men. Uh, she doesn't respect, uh, me as a man. And that's my only concern, right? Is me. Um, and other people, I think saw it really early on and it was a, I guess, a, a social, um, reflection of the soul ties because this young lady had so many, I think, attachments, uh, I should have known that my attachment to her was going to be weak. Um, we're talking about soul ties. My second point is about bodies. When somebody has bodies on them like that, it is harder to penetrate uh, because the recipient or the lover that is introduced to this person is going to intake. It's more for me than it is for her. Um, if that even make if that beginning point even makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I know that. I have honestly in my life I haven't slept with a lot of people like that I've always been in relationships most people like me enough to work with me and stay with me so um, I don't have I don't have that and I don't want bodies like that as a man um, I always thought that shit was kind of lame like in college it was always I felt like dudes that were kind of ugly or like didn't I don't know. Something was, uh, that's what their thing was, was the bodies. And it just made me feel like, how can you respect or appreciate women like that? You know, if, um, if you're, they're just numbers to you, um, how can you tell? Because I've fallen mm -hmm. in love, um, 
for a lot of different reasons and you know not just physical appeal like i've really given people chances to get to know their spirit and to see uh their their conduct and their uh their morals and see how they live in the world and i just have the full 360 now to combine for this conversation um i really think that that affects your judgment um i was listening to a pastor talk about soul ties T's going to be joining us here soon um but the pastor was just talking about how we form these soul ties because we form them in a lot of ways. You kind of led the conversation talking about you have friends. I mean, I have friendships, I have family, um, I have people that I'm connected to, but the bonds are different. And in the soul tie conversation, I'm revealed to the depth of connection, um, especially in a, a marriage or a dating situation, because I feel dating is like a microcosm of, Marriage, don't you feel like that? Yes, yes, yeah, I really do. definitely. And I think that if you are successful in dating or your courtship, um, in that phase of the relationship, it leads to the beauty of marriage and why marriage was created. Um, because I have had premarital sex, and premarital sex is where these soul ties are usually introduced to us this intensely. Because we've already established that we have ties and connections to people. When you say hi to someone, that's a soul tie. Good morning is a soul tie. I'm getting a little deeper when I say, how are you? Well, how's the baby? Oh, uh, your husband. Um, you know, what's he up to? That, those are soul ties. And I think to a level, they're appropriate. But when we cross a certain plane, these soul ties are um, in fire um, mm-hmm. because because you, you will get burned. Um, a soul tie in a dangerous sense is when you do lay with a person, you make love to a person, you give yourself to a person. Um, it, it's not going to be the same. Um, your relationship has changed. And if you're not able to be responsible for it, you're going to have all the negative consequences of soul ties. And I've learned that. Mm-hmm. I um I got involved with somebody who I shouldn't have and it's only been negative for me. And I think that the revelation of understanding how these soul ties works has been a really big part of me and my ability to navigate the situation for myself. T just joined us. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> T, I'm glad you back hey, on last Kendra. time. You came and you and you went, and I said, oh, "Girl, well, uh, see you right, next time. it was a home mess. Technology over here, a mess." <laughs> One day, you know what we should all do, guys? We should meet up at a, like a mutual spot. For real. And that mutual spot's at the strip club, and we should record there, right? <laughs> right, cover, no, do okay. a cover at the club. I'm here for it. I, and you know, my uh, corporate headquarters is in Atlanta, so I come to Atlanta every couple of months anyway. So next time I'm down there, we definitely sh- should do something. Okay, well, look, you know my work schedule, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I want all 100,000 of you listeners to come see me. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, late morning to early evening on Concourse B as in Bravo Zero Nine. I'm at a kiosk. Y'all better come see oh, me now. Oh, so I gotta, talking about with I your gotta penis. walk past you to even get out there. Okay, okay, that's even better. Concourse B as in Bravo. Come yes, see me, baby. Indeed. I am here. You go, If you see somebody with some dreads and a fat front, <laughs> right, I'm gonna be like, okay. look at Kendra. Look at Kendra. And you, you can come, you can come touch it. All right, I'll give you 
permission. All right, go ahead. Continue Sorry, on. Sorry, No, no, you good. I, um, I define soul ties. It is. Are y'all already it's, into it? Okay, okay. Like, we we didn't crack. <laughs> we started cracking it open. Uh, but a soul tie is defined as a linkage in the soul realm between two people. It links their souls together, which can bring forth both beneficial results or negative results. That is a soul tie. Facts. We uh, kind of broke into a little conversation about people in the workplace. Uh, and then we started talking about bodies. We've already actually done an episode on bodies. Mm. Uh, but um, we talked about those things and how it can complicate the soul tie. Um, I was sharing with Kendra, like, I don't have a whole bunch of bodies like that. And I don't want a whole bunch of bodies because I look at my soul my body is an introduction to other people's souls like mm-hmm. i like to connect i like to be fully connected to people and it is a real thing for me i'm experiencing soul ties so i don't want more lovers in my bed i want to mm-hmm. either you know move on from or figure out why uh in my relationships well you know why i wasn't always that mature <laughs> So I can't say that I was always looking for a soul tie and things like that, especially after my uh, divorce from baby daddy. I um, can't say that I was that mature. I wasn't looking to always connect. It was just for me because I was I got married and stuff so young and we were together for 10 years. So for me, I just wanted to have fun, you know, so I wasn't in that realm looking for a soul tie at that stage in my life so fast forward to when I'm good and grown at this point absolutely you know but back in the day you know I wasn't that mature at all (laughs) well let me ask you something to you say you wanted to have fun did that mean like having fun was you brought people in the marriage or you stepped out of your marriage Uh, after I left him when I say have fun I dated a lot you know and I was I, I can literally admit I was a serial dater like I did not want to be tied down with one person and you know I dated different people for different reasons and things like that so that's kind of where I was at back then at that stage in my life because after I had I had been with somebody for 10 years you know and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to feel down in any way shape form or fashion I just did not I was also married uh, and divorced and I think that that is a unique uh, space to be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of scary um, because I think people tend to redefine themselves over and over and over again mm-hmm. uh, after the divorce. And where I found myself, I, I might have been really lucky. I was very spiritual um, while I was going through that. Mm. And uh, on the other end, I just felt very clean and fresh and ready. Mm-hmm. And I had met someone. So the timing was perfect for me. Okay. Uh, and I see like, you know, it's soul tie. You know, you can, looking at the analogy of marriage. Right. What deeper soul tie is there? Um, Malachi 2.16. Uh, I remember that going through the board. Okay, okay. God doesn't say that he hates fags. God doesn't say that he hates many things, but he does say that he hates divorce. Yeah. Uh, um, he states it very specifically. Mm-hmm. And um, it, and exploring that and doing a little research and talking to theologians, um, the answer I've gotten three times is because of the pain involved, because it's considered violence in theology. Mm, that makes uh, the sense. The act of divorce 
what is a divorce? You get a piece of paper to get married. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a divorce is the spiritual disconnect. Uh, yeah, so you can't, you cannot be linked to souls. Yeah. Uh, anyone that reads the Bible, if you read it cover to cover, you can't undo uh, the soul type marriage. You can get a divorce. He allowed Moses to get a divorce, mm-hmm. uh, but it is a permanent linkage of your souls. And I don't think that we really have that full perspective. I know mm-hmm. that going through it myself, I had to be very aware of that and come to peace spiritually mm-hmm. that God um, blesses me. God forgives me. Um, God's rooting for me and supporting me and will connect me to the person that he wants me to be with. Right. Um, because it's his plan. Not ours. Yeah. And I think oftentimes we get caught up and we think we know what's best for us. And God be like, psych, that ain't it. (laughs) So. Soul time. It's a soul time. Exactly. Yeah. Because they can be emotional. They can be mental, physical. Like we think we know what it is. Like we think that person is the one, but God be like, I said no. You know, so (laughs) I get that. And I mean, it's just a matter of, um, the opening of your spirit. So we've talked about the intimate connections. We've talked about the superficial connections. Um, I think that we've talked about a lot of bad uh, examples of the soul side. Mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of good soul types. I agree. Uh, absolutely. I think my current uh, situation is a good example of a soul tie. And I only say that because, mm-hmm. you know, him and I, we went through a lot of growing pains. We started off as friends. Uh, we ended up getting married, but we separated twice. Uh, and it was just a lot of things. And But we always ended up back around with each other. You know, we, of course, both of us tried to date other people and move forward. But it was just always, we just always ended up back together. And not even in a physical sense. We just always needed to stay connected in some way, shape, form, or fashion. You know, so as those kind of things were happening, I think that with maturity, you have to also look within yourself you know you can't point the finger at everyone everyone else also but I think that when you talk about soul ties it's that actual for real connection outside of the bedroom you can finish each other's sentences you know what the other person needs you know what their love language is you know all of those kind of things and even more you know you can keep going but I think that that the soul ties are disrupted when we don't go for the positive absolutely because you can have a legitimate partner somebody that you can Mm -hmm. build with that's there, committed, but uh, what is it that's in us that prevents us from just allowing that person to realize their greatness or be great with us? Yeah. I've done it. I know that uh, my current situation, again, like, I have women that are good women that want to be in my life, that do all the things that I uh, would want, but because they're not that person, mm-hmm. uh, they're rejected, and I blame a soul type for that because, um, like we're talking about, God's in control. Yep. Um, that's that that is the designer of all plans. So how can we even think that we're fighting him? You know. I agree. But I just think there's a lot of positive ones. I can look at uh, professional relationships that I have that um, have never faltered, never failed, uh, and and show me the power of those soul ties, the why that bonding is so important, um, mm-hmm. and how devastating it is to your relationship when you uh allow the negative uh soul ties to take over yeah yeah it's spiritual warfare i really believe Mm -hmm. i definitely agree with that 
Kendra, do you feel like you've ever had a soul tie with somebody? Oh, all the time. That's <laughs> like, I'm telling you, man. It be getting crazy. It be getting crazy. You said all the like, time. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. If I get some, like I told, I told earlier, I was saying that you know, of course, you all know, like my status, like Kendra's still a virgin, but like, like what? Actually, we could talk about virginity in the next episode. But okay. from what society says about virginity, is like, like if you haven't had actual penetration, and and we're some women out there think, oh, you have anal sex, you're still a virgin. No, no you're, you're not. not. Honey, you're taking it up the right. butt. What the, what the heck? Anyway, Catholic virgin. Yes, but but no. So I've never had any form of actual penetration, except of course, like I said, with my mouth. But um, I've had guys who have um, given me great, you know, um, oral sex so great where I'm like, oh my gosh, I love them. I gotta mm-hmm. stick to them, and we gotta be together, and they must love me because of how well they did that. And then somebody's like, Kendra, you do realize like. A lot of men, that's their tactic. Mm-hmm. They just do that because they want you to have sex with them. They're going to try to go as yep. hard as they can. They don't love you. Like, they just doing that like that. You know, so I said, okay. You know what? Let me stick away from those guys because I don't want them to mess up my life and hear my mind. I'm, it, while I'm laying on my back, right, I'm like, oh, my gosh. We're playing right, right. I'm about to. I'm playing <laughs> the whole future. I got I got the kids' names ready and, and all, right? So... <laughs> With that, with that being said, with that being said, I've I've developed friends, soul ties. A lot of times, I didn't want to leave a person because they just were so meaningful to me. I'm like, oh my goodness, this person's so amazing. Like, I really enjoy them. When I, I my biggest mistake was I used to try to make all of my coworkers my friends, mm-hmm. you know. And I learned somebody told me as time progressed, they said, Kendra. Your coworkers, these have always been older people as well. I like hanging out with people who are a lot older, like Same. in their 30s and 40s and stuff. Because sometimes the people in my age group, us 90s and early 2000 babies, they don't have it all yeah. together. Not everybody, but a good bit of them. So I would always have the older crowd tell me your coworkers are not your friends. And what would happen is I would make so, like, I remember one particular guy. He actually, um, and a lot of people who I was talking to, a lot of the guys, like, they um, were married as well. But, you know, of course, their wives, either their wives knew about me or or, or not, or whichever one. But I literally felt this bond towards them. I'm like, oh, my goodness, they're so great. All that type of good stuff. But then it became an interference because they were mm-hmm. married. And I had to realize, Kendra, they're married. And even if they got divorced later down the line, because a lot of them did end up getting divorced. But the ones who did end up getting divorced later down later down the line, I still had, like I said, this soul tie to them. And I really was like, oh my goodness, they're so, they're so amazing. I love them. But I'm like, oh shoot, they're married. So it was like, mm-hmm. I had, to, you know, kind of, I had to really, and it, it really was because of God. And I just really thank him because you know what? Emotional cheating is worse than physical cheating. And I felt like I one particular guy, he actually was a trainer. And I always, I, I made this running joke. I said, you know what? The most faithful men, they're trainers. Go get you one. <laughs> uh, anyway. Some of them, that, some of them are, some of them are. Right. You know I, know some, I know some trainers. I know some trainers that are hoes. But like, I'm saying that I, I'm me. And um, I wouldn't be gunning so hard for one woman if that wasn't the life that I wanted to live. And I'm seeing that it's, I think, un, it's not believed. And that kind of concerns me. Like, uh, women are so used to, like you just said, he's a trainer, he a hoes. Like, come on now. Like, 
I value a, a wife. I, I value someone that's committed to me um, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, have you guys ever experienced that? Like uh, the commitment of a relationship where you know that person's there for you. You know that that person um, is just really in your life. Uh, it's the positive end of the soul type. I think the negative end is where they're married and they're committed to their marriage, not to you. Hmm. I'll let you take that one, Kendra. <laughs> I feel like I have, but mm. maybe not. I'm. Oh, that, I don't know. That's deep. I mean, I haven't been around the block that much, but I feel like I have and didn't realize until mm. later on. I think women are, I, I'm not being derogatory towards women. I just think that women have changed their approach because they probably have been Absolutely. hurt by men. I just didn't realize it was so widespread. It's like women. Are you guys trying to be the what you think men are? I think, I think women, women have been to... so hurt that instead of us laying down and just taking anything, a lot of women feel like, unfortunately, a lot of women feel like I'm going to get you before you get me. Or they're very yes. guarded and protected. So they don't want to put in 100% because they feel like if I do, every time I do that, you know, I get let down or, or things like that. So I think that it, it's a combination of a lot of things like that, that women just don't feel protected and they don't want to put everything into so it. Why don't they just like be single until they heal? I don't understand that. But women what type don't of crap? Like, do y'all just do, do these women just want to make it like that bad? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Some people just be so thirsty to have somebody to just for the sake of saying they got somebody and so they can post somebody, you know, stuff, <laughs> you know, it gets into that kind of thing. So I think a lot of women just be doing shit just because. And not really thinking it through. I honestly do. I've seen it within mm -hmm. people that I know. And it's just like, wow. Okay. Well, the point that I made, I think women are lying to themselves. A lot are. Trying to walk oh, yeah. one way. They're trying to live a certain life, but claim a purity that just isn't there. Like it's an incongruency and it makes this a cycle. It's never going to end until, you know. So I just think that's interesting. That's why I've conceived, <laughs> you, say you know. <laughs> Uh, just say, Brian, you can see I, I'm it. Throwing gonna, in the towel. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be able to... Um, I have mm -hmm. to do one or the other. And, I mean, I'm trying to do what I feel is in my soul, mm -hmm. the right thing, and fuels my heart, but I'm, you know, very much realizing what's going on, you know, just the climate. Yeah. There's the a time. lot of damaged people yeah. out here. It's a lot of men and women mm -hmm. walking around Trying to yeah. act like it's trying to act like one thing, but really feeling another, putting on all this facade, like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't care about this. And I'm doing, I hate the phrase, I'm doing me. That shit irks my yeah. soul. I hate that phrase because to me, mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's not only that, but to me, it's almost like it's a cry for attention in some kind of way. Oh, I'm doing me. I'm doing me. What exactly does that even mean? You doing you as opposed to. I'm not answering the oh him anymore. It's so irritating. It's it's overly done, it and I'm over it. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's a lot of damaged people out here, unfortunately. And so the way that this generation operates is 
I'm gonna get you before you get me. It's it's, it's a a level of protection in some way, but it's also a, a level of selfishness too. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point, and I think that's just mm-hmm. apt for the time. People people absolutely yeah. operate that way. Yeah, man. We- I appreciate y'all um, having the conversation with me. I don't want to go too uh, deep right. in part one, <laughs> but I think that soul ties are definitely a um, a reality. And if we don't know how to, what they are, uh, and we don't understand how to really uh, use them positively, we're only going to be doomed in our connections mm-hmm. to people. Um, soul ties can be good. Uh, I want a soul tie. I want somebody that I can connect with mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and um, it not be mm. broken. Because that's another thing I'm starting to learn. With soul ties, you can't have a connection with somebody who's been damn yeah. connected with everyone. You're, you're never going to seem significant or special in those shows like that. Because anybody yep, can get it. I know? agree. 200% agree with that. So um, That's it. That's real. What about social media handles, uh, Kendra? Where can uh, where can these people get your comedy? Because you got stupid amount of followers. You and the you got like four, five <laughs> minutes, like. <laughs> I'm trying, honey. I'm trying. Uh, Instagram is Idolize Dynasty. I D O L I Z E D Y N A S T Y. YouTube is Kendra Crump. K Y N D R A. Space C R U M is in Mary P is in Paul and yeah that's it I would say go follow my Twitter which is Allies Dynasty but I don't be tweeting enough I would <laughs> I'm not no tweeter huh. I tweet when I feel like right. maybe once Twitter a week is a huh? lot to keep up with it is yeah it is a lot to keep I'm like I gotta literally pull out my phone yeah. type my next thoughts and it has to be fly yeah. before it can be retweeted that's a lot that's, that's a lot. For that. <laughs> I gotta get into yeah. Twitter I don't know. Uh, what about you, um, you can find me at it's tea time underscore podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And the website which you should subscribe to is it's tea time podcast.com. <laughs> oh. uh, y'all already know where to get me. I'm on every <laughs> platform, every <laughs> including Christian <laughs> Mingle and Tinder. <laughs> That's what I need to be. I need to get on there. I told right. you the soul time. She don't like it. She she don't want to date me, but she don't want me to be on the online date neither. So I got I, I got right. Act right, you know what I mean. I, you and your situation mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm just lonely, man. It's crazy, like no, like, no, it's okay. It's okay to be lonely. It's all right. I've been lonely since I was zero. zero. All right, so look, so ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Like I ain't never been in no real relationship. We can talk about situationships mm-hmm. next time. We can talk about why there's some these sorry. I call them saps. They stand for sorry ass people. I be getting a lot of saps in my life, honey. They don't hmm. be. See, people are temporary. That's why I don't be saving numbers, okay? <laughs> Especially if you try and talk to me. You. Got time for that? Look as, soon, look, as soon as I save the number, that's when they start acting up. I ain't got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Until the next episode. Peace and blessings, Ooh. y'all.